I will speak to you in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, every year when we follow the daily office through these first few days of Holy Week, the scripture assigned for us can be tough to read and hard to absorb. We sometimes need to remind ourselves as we read from Psalm 69 and the Book of Lamentations in the Old Testament this evening that we are following our Lord and Savior this week on the road to Calvary and to the hard wood of the cross. When we remember that, it helps us to take the rough footing of despair and the solemn tone of lament in the scripture with a little more understanding and acceptance. Of course, reading and hearing these words right now in our communities, our country, and our world during a global pandemic causes these words to ring much more true for all of us, perhaps more than any other Holy Week ever before. The psalmist begins tonight by crying out to God, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. In this modern time of worry, fear, and uncertainty, these words from our Psalter right now seem like words we are hearing, thinking, and praying almost every single day. And whether you're living in Tallahassee or Madison, Jacksonville, or Palatka, when we hear the poetic words from the beginning of the Book of Lamentations during this time of statewide orders to remain indoors, it sounds like it was just written yesterday. It is almost as frighteningly real as it must have been for the writer of the Lamentations thousands of years ago as he watched Jerusalem be destroyed and left vacant by the invasion of the Babylonians. How lonely sits the city that was full of people. How like a widow has she became, she who was great among the nations. As we watch and read the news reports each and every day, this Holy Week is forcing us to walk the way of the cross with Jesus in a deep connection to the visceral fear, pain, and suffering our Lord moves towards each day this week. It really is amazing how scripture we've heard over and over before, year after year, can in an instant take a new life and speak to us in ways that we'd never imagined. Yet the Jesus we encounter this Holy Monday in our gospel reading continues to bring to the church a strong message of action in the midst of lament and sorrow. Jesus in the Gospel of Mark tonight is urging us to keep in mind that we as a people of faith are called upon always to bear fruit, to hold on to prayer and to trust and believe no matter where we are or what fear we are facing. In Mark's Gospel, we find Jesus cursing a fig tree that is out of season with nothing but leaves and with no fruit to offer in a moment of our Lord's hunger and need. Jesus seems to be doing this in the gospel in order to set up his entrance into the great temple of Jerusalem to cleanse the house of God by the expulsion of the money changers and the overturning of the sales tables that have overtaken the temple and robbed it of its purpose and meaning. 
For Jesus, these actions of cursing and cleansing are the same. Seasonal fruit is of no benefit for those who are hungry in times of need. And a temple that is out of season with prayer, engaged instead of the exchange of money, goods, and culture, rather than the worship of God, has to be cleansed and restored, or it will wither away completely when the famine comes. Jesus is not so much challenging the authority of the religious establishment in Jerusalem as he is working through his own divine authority to redirect the temple's focus and reestablish its purpose as a house of prayer for all of God's people. For Jesus knows what is about to happen. He knows that the chief priests and the scribes are looking for a way to kill him. Jesus knows that the people of God are going to be in need of a tree that is constantly producing spiritual food for those who will be famished. And he knows that God's people need a temple that will provide ceaseless prayer and worship to those who are seeking their creator in the uncertain, frightening times that lie ahead. Anything that fails to do this must be cleansed and restored or else it must be removed entirely for replanting. For Jesus loved the world so much, he could not move further towards the cross without first setting into motion the preparedness for what was about to be revealed to the world through his death, through the tomb, and through the first Easter morning when Christ defeated death and set into action the overturning of sin for anyone who would follow him the way, the truth, and the life. And friends, this is truly a message of grace and hope freely offered by Jesus through the cross to each and every one of us right now in these hard, uncertain times. In the midst of fear and lament, Jesus has the fruit to sustain us. And he wants us to keep producing and offering that good fruit to those around us who are sinking right now into the mire and are feeling lost. And brothers and sisters, Jesus wants us to know that even with the mountains ahead of us, we can move those mountains if we put our trust in God and give ourselves over to Jesus every step of the way. In the office of evening prayer, no matter what readings are assigned for us or no matter what's happening in our lives or in the world, we always have intertwined the powerful words of hope sang out by our Lord's Blessed Mother in the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. May those words of Blessed Mary be our shield as we continue this way of the cross through the holy week that lies before us and always. Thanks be to God.